Hello and welcome to the Johnny Ross Fractional CMO podcast. Today I'm talking to Kerry Ann Stimson, the CMO from JMM Group and podcast host of the Internal Marketing Podcast. We explore internal marketing strategies. Look, the evidence is clear. Companies can build their brands and drive growth faster. We talk about employee advocacy, online branding, and even dark social strategies. Have you heard of dark social? We explore it, tell you all about it, and give you some strategies. Enjoy the podcast. Hello and welcome. We are live. This is the Johnny Ross Fractional CMO podcast. Thanks for being here. We're live on Facebook. We are live on LinkedIn. We're live on YouTube. Thanks for being here. I've got Kerry Ann Simpson with me, and she's the CMO from JMMB Group, and has got. Uh, she's a podcast host of the Internal Marketing Podcast. How are you, Kerry Ann? I'm great, Johnny. Thank you so much for having me. And you sound great, by the way, from this end. So <laughs> I'm very excited to I've got, be here. I've got a load of feedback, but I'm just going to plow on and just get on with it. Absolutely. Um, so, <laughs> I'm sure it'll be fine. So, uh, how? Tell me about the International Marketing Podcast. Who's typically uh, listening to that and uh, and who, you know, who are you engaging on there? Thank you so much for the question. So the Internal Marketing Podcast is a passion project and it's a unique podcast series. I don't think there's any other podcast like it that exists as far as I'm aware. And I've been doing it now for a couple of years. And essentially, it's a conversation that flips the marketing conversation from external to internal, where we talk about all the ways that companies can engage and empower their employees in the brand, the promise, the mission, the vision, the purpose. And it's with a view to delivering the brand promise, delivering on the brand promise to the customer, building the brand and driving growth. So we love to speak to anybody who is in business of any size. Typically, I find that folks in marketing, internal comms and in the people leadership slash HR functions like to be a part of the conversation. But really, anybody who's desirous of growing their business in a unique and effective and efficient way. And it's been great so far. Brilliant. Uh, thanks very much. And so one of the things that, well, the main thing, of course, we want to talk about is internal marketing and so many businesses. Well, uh, you know, do they even think about it? Do they even consider it? And, you know, what's the opportunity there? And I'd just like you to tell us a bit about uh, internal marketing and what's it all about? What are people missing and and why is it so important? And that's a great place to start, Johnny, because, well, first of all, internal marketing as a nomenclature started uh, or certainly came about in about, I would say, the late Mm -hmm. 70s by my research, if not the early 80s. And it really focused on coming from a place of, you know, we spend so much time marketing to our customers. And what is marketing, right? It's about sharing a message and sharing something about what our value proposition is to the people who we're targeting to be customers of our business with a view to helping them to build that connection with the brand and ultimately to shift behavior, which is to buy from us, right? Uh, But we spend so much time focusing on marketing to customers, we haven't been doing a great job of marketing to our employees. And why that's important is not necessarily to get our employees to buy from us if they could, although that would be nice. Uh, But engaging our employees really speaks to the same thing. It's promoting the mission, the vision, the purpose, the greatness of our products and services 
services to our employees so that they build that emotional connection to the brand. They they love it as much as our customers do. And what it also does is it's an, it empowers employees. It empowers them to be able to deliver on the brand promise to the customer. And it also motivates them to be excited about the brand and to share the brand with their networks and community. And in a time when people prefer to do business with people than with nameless, faceless brands, what better way to build your brand and drive growth and generate new business by having your people be a part of that conversation externally. And it's just been a wonderful conversation. And I think more businesses need to pay more attention to it. So this, so, so you sort of wear the T-shirt and this is what you do in your day job. You've been uh, doing this for over 11 years in uh, the uh, AMMB group, which is a financial services group in Jamaica, but, but international. And uh, so, so this and, and you started your podcast, which is sort of a personal project from what I can understand, uh, really proves the passion that you've got about this internal marketing. Uh, yeah. You've had you've been very lucky to speak to a number of different uh, organizations about their internal marketing. And what I wanted to do was just explore some practical uh, things that maybe some other organizations are doing that, you know, um, internal uh, internal marketing departments or uh, HR departments, people leaders could uh, understand how there's benefits there, not just from marketing the brand, but also employee engagement and, and many other things. So you, we've talked in the green room, we talked about uh, Southwest Airlines, we talked about uh, Apple, HubSpot. Tell us some of the, um, the things that you see in some of those organizations to help us understand how we, as our listeners, viewers, could implement some of these things. So I'm, I'm glad you mentioned some of those brands, Johnny, because I think as clients or customers, or we would have certainly seen their brands and how they show up, brands like Southwest and Apple have been great at engaging employees in the brand. And you see that come out in the brand experience, the customer experience that clients get to have whenever they fly with Southwest or go into an Apple store, right? As, we, as you mentioned, HubSpot, I had the pleasure of interviewing a HubSpot team member the other day, Christina Garnett. And what really was wonderful to see was to get an appreciation of what happens inside the organization to make that kind of engagement happen. So it starts from, of course, the leadership. What kind of culture is being built? Is this a culture of high trust, uh, high sharing, uh, just simple things like she was saying, you know, saying thank you a lot to your team members so they feel that sense of belonging. And what tends to happen is that you're so good at building that culture of embrace and inclusion and understanding and trust that you're building community internally and you see it spark in how the external communities formed with your customers. And I think that that's one of the biggest learnings I've come along the way. And in as much as I've been in my role for 11 years, I I can be honest and confess that I didn't realize this solid connection between the internal marketing engagement and external marketing until probably a few years ago, right before I started a podcast. And it was the reason that I said, you know, we really need to have this conversation more. And that's what I've been seeing externally and, and has fed into my own experience as well. So, so give me some, uh, some simple things that I could put in place, I could consider putting in place even, you know, this afternoon or next week. Oh yeah. What, 
what are the simple things that I could be doing? And and yes, of course, you need to have employees. So we're not talking about you know one man bands, but of but but I'm guessing you know even even with ten employees, yes, um, the these these strategies still work in in the business that you've got. Uh, there's twelve hundred employees, um, but uh, but uh, you know and 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 I guess the more employees, the the more it magnifies. But what what are the simple little things that I could start considering and putting in place? Perfect question. And so the first thing is, and I can speak again from my own experience as well, is the first thing you want to do is you want to do a temperature check. And I'm glad you clarified that this is for anyone with employees of any number, because before you had your first customer, you likely had an employee. So any business of any size. So the first thing you want to do is start by doing a temperature check of your employees with respect to how engaged they are in the brand. We probably do the typical employee satisfaction and engagement surveys, which are great. Uh, but we want to find out through some kind of surveys, what I recommend because it worked for us too. How engaged are they in the brand? Do they understand what the brand stands for? Do they feel proud to say that they work for company ABC? Uh, do they understand what makes us great and why customers should choose or buy from us versus the competition? And that's a great place to start, Johnny, because if your employees don't understand that or they're not proud to be associated with your brand, then that's a problem that you need to get down and dirty and understand how to fix it first and foremost. And so that's what I've found has been useful for us. Uh, what would the next step B is understanding the level of cultural engagement. Uh, are, are employees happy working with the company? Do they have any cultural concerns about relationships with leadership and laterally across the organization? Those need to be addressed as well. And then you want to roll out and get started with devising and then rolling out your internal marketing strategy. What are ways that we can start to engage and communicate with our team members so that we can address that brand engagement problem. I know for us, one of the key learnings we found is that things like newsletters weren't necessarily working as well. So creating things like an internal podcast was something that was a great idea that worked for us. Uh, because again, we wanted to find unique ways to engage employees in the brand, what's happening externally, how they can be a part of the conversation externally as well. And so those are the things I think businesses can start. Do that temperature check, find out what the brand related and brand engagement problems are, the cultural challenges, address those, and then devise a marketing strategy internally, much the same way you would do one externally to make sure that that engagement happens with your people. So, so you talked about uh, how you found that newsletters sometimes work but but not always and and, and in fact in actually, my company yeah <laughs> and in fact actually uh internal podcast which is a great idea what other strategies what other channels what other uh things have you found typically work uh across organizations what I've also found worked is, Johnny, is we wanted to find out from our people, and it's something, again, I recommend, who in our organization wanted to be a part of the external voice of the brand. So there are, there are employees who themselves are building their own personal brands on social media, whether we like it or not. They're posting on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and a lot of them wanted to be a part of an external conversation, but didn't quite know how. And this leads into something called called employee advocacy, which is one of the offshoots of great internal marketing. It's empowering your people to be a part of that external marketing voice and message. And so we found that we put a message out there 
Who wants to build their personal brand? Who wants to be a part of an advocacy program that allows them to not only build their brands themselves through developing and sharing their own content, but it also was inviting them to be a part of the marketing message as far as anything from sharing content that we would have done or if they wanted to create related content, we, we did that as well. So things like personal branding workshops for employees so they can understand how to define their own brand, how their own brand can occur on great platforms like a LinkedIn. And what we found is that empowering them and finding ways to collaborate with them was also great. I want to share a great example. There, one of our employees who had a travel blog, for instance. Now, we're in financial services. We have nothing to do with travel, but she was passionate and had her own travel blog. So we found a collaborative opportunity with her where she provided some tips about how to create a a great vacation experience on a budget budget financial services that's us so we put her on our platform she put us on her platform and so our respective audiences got the exposure to each other and it's just a great example of how employees and company brands can work together to fulfill their respective objectives and each brand gets to benefit and the company brand gets to go along the ride from what is otherwise a very great engaging personal branding experience Here's a question for you. Sure. What, what do you do? So I fully get that there's people that have their own personal brands and mm -hmm. they love, you know, they've already got their own little following or sometimes not even the word little, um, yeah. but, you know, they've, they've got their own community and, and that's great. What do you do in an organization where you don't have that, where you haven't got natural, um, uh what what's the right word uh nat natural you know so social savvy social media savvy individuals yes. that that don't get it mm -hmm. and and how do you um how how do you how do you how do you get them to get it how do you how do you make yeah. it happen yeah that's a wonderful question and what i've found worked is that it starts from a place of helping them to understand what should be their why for building their own brands and putting themselves out there. What's the benefit? Because unfortunately, what I've found is some companies prefer to use their employees as walking, talking billboards of the company brand. So here is a piece of content, go forth and post it. Uh, while that may work for some people, perhaps it's not always the best approach. So I like to encourage companies to start from a place of Tapping into your employee base, first of all, trying to identify those people who want to put themselves out there, because let's face it, it's okay. Not everybody would want to do that. But for anyone who's comfortable, it's giving them the opportunity to say, look, we want to invest in empowering you to build your brand. So start out with that workshop. I mean, we brought in a personal branding expert to start from ground zero. What's the benefit of having a strong personal brand? How can you start to define what your brand looks like, who your target audience is? And having given them the basic tools, then it's about creating that encouragement. We created WhatsApp groups so they can understand things like the algorithm and how it works and how to create great content. And yes, we even provide 
provided them with some basic templates that they can use to start because not everybody is good at just, you know, let me just break, come up with great content out of my head. Uh, so it's really just about holding their hands, helping them to understand what's in it for them in as much as there's a benefit to the company brand and giving them the tools and the encouragement and the motivation to be able to do that. And baby steps, it takes a while. We're still on our journey internally. We, we haven't figured everything out, but it's a, just a great place to find out who's willing, identify what's in it for them and partner with them on that journey. So um, what I'm uh, hearing here is that it goes back to the vision, the values, the mission, and, mm -hmm. and actually from the organization's point of view, but also from the employee's point of view and making sure that they fully align. So getting them on board right yes, at the indeed. early stage of yes, you know, what, what are we trying to achieve? What's your personal objectives? Can that feed into both? How do they work together? Yes, um, indeed. Yes, yeah. indeed. Yeah, it's creating that emotional connection because when, again, you know, when I started at the top, we spend so much time trying to build that emotional connection to the brand with our customers and we don't include our employees in that conversation. So that's where it has to start building that emotional connection that leads to motivation to change behavior, which is being more productive, being more engaged, and being excited about sharing what's great and awesome about our brand, our company, our offerings externally. So for people that are listening, watching, we're talking about um, uh, internal marketing, we're talking about uh, employee advocacy, employee engagement, but, but you know, personal brand, how to get employees to really help uh, get across what our organization is and to create engagement. People buy from, ultimately, people buy from people, do, do they not? Right. Yeah. That's right. That's you know, right. And it's about people that they like, people that they trust. Um, and one of the ways to show that is personality. Mm -hmm. So it's it's about personality, authenticity, uh, generosity, you know, we talk about building a brand. And, and again, you know, I, I'm always very nervous with these conversations, because I wouldn't want companies to believe that employees are just your walking, talking billboards. And I wouldn't want employees to believe that we're, we're trying to encourage them to do something that's inconsistent with who they are or feel used in any way. It's about how do we all get on the same page, identifying the mutual benefit, and being motivated, to be generous to each other and to the external community in a way where everybody wins. I want to talk about um, what's classed as dark social strategies, and I'm mm -hmm. going to come on to that in a minute. But at the but at the same time, I also want to talk about you were at a conference in Toronto recently, and yes. uh, I think I think it, the focus was around attracting and retaining talent um, through the internal marketing internal being marketing. one of those strategies. So Correct. just tell me a bit more about that in, in terms of why it's important and, and, and what's uh, going on there. Yes. So it's another great spinoff of internal marketing, because again, when you think about engaging your people and they build this emotional connection to the brand and they're motivated to share it externally, what tends to happen is that that word starts to build. So when you think of the glass doors of this world and your employees who are so excited and engaged, they want to go on the glass doors type sites and share about their great experience. What you're doing is you are now building a great what we call employer brand, right? 
So it's building a brand as an employer of choice and you start attracting people. And I think this is there's the obvious benefit to those who are in the recruiting and, and hiring functions in a business or any agencies in that area. It's a wonderful way to build a, a, an employer brand to attract the right people. But I think it's also important to highlight it because what we find again is internal marketing in internal marketing we don't always engage folks in the conversation but going back to the point about building a personal brand when companies are concerned i don't want my employees to be building their personal brands because when they put themselves out there they're going to be poached again when you have great internal marketing even if you do have employees who get poached because they get options to join a better opportunity elsewhere. You've done such a good job at creating a great employer brand that refilling those roles, they're not going to have any problem with talent attraction. So it's another great spin-off of internal marketing is building a fantastic employer brand that helps with retention, but also attraction and it makes your hiring that much easier. Is that some resistance you get from the board then in terms of, you know, we'll hold on a minute. We don't want to put our employees out there too much. Oh, yes. (laughs) And how how do you deal with that then? Right. So, so, you know, it goes back to the point of, well, well, first of all, when you when you empower your employees to start building their personal brands, if you're going to try and muzzle them, do you risk making them unhappy? And is it an unhappy bunch of employees that you want in your shop? Or do you want employees to feel that they have the power to achieve their full potential, whatever that is, uh, because they're getting a benefit as well as the company? And so, again, I go back to the point. Happy, engaged employees, they talk about it. Unhappy employees talk about it as well. (laughs) So uh, my recommendation is always make sure your employees are engaged and happy. Uh, Make sure that they're empowered to talk about it. And once they talk about it, that employer brand is going to be amazing and you're going to have a very easy time retaining. But even if you can't always retain because stuff happens, you'll have a very easy time attracting. So that's my thing. It's 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 recognize the benefit and invest in it because you're not going to regret it. We've got uh, Kerry Ann Stimson from the JMM group uh, with us. You're the podcast host of the internal marketing podcast is brilliant that you're here one of the things that you talk about is dark social strategies some people will not have heard they'll, they'll immediately think of dark web Ooh. and <laughs> witchcraft understandably <laughs> what a what a dark social strategies Right. So dark social, first of all, just to start out with a quick definition, dark social, when you think about social media, right, we think of those platforms, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, dark social is really those communication channels that we can't pick up from a search engine, right? So if I were to Google Johnny Ross right now, most likely it's your LinkedIn profile and your LinkedIn content that's going to come up first in Google. Dark social are those strategy, those channels rather that a search engine could never pick up. So it's your LinkedIn DMs, it's your Instagram DMs, it's your WhatsApp and Slack channels. That's what dark, dark, that's what dark social is. And why that's important, again, going back to the point of building trust and people wanting to do business with people as opposed to companies, is that in those dark social, those direct channels, that's where a lot of the assessment and decision-making conversations are. You know, when you think about folks sending Johnny a DM, I'm looking at a company to do XYZ 
tea for us. Do you have any recommendations? And Johnny's going to probably kind of spit out a few companies that he's going to recommend. Yes, try these folks. They're great. I've worked with them or I've heard they they do great work. And so what you see happening in those conversations are referral conversations, questions, complaints, concerns. And you as a company brand, you can't see all of that. Now, why having a dark social strategy is great and it comes back to internal marketing is that you need your people in those dark channels having those conversations or certainly being easily accessible to be a part of those conversations because you as the company account can't get in there, right? You can't get in there. Yeah, somebody may DM your official company page and you can answer those questions. But again, people are having conversations with other people that they trust. So if you can have your employees present, easily accessible and available in those channels, having those conversations, they can go places that your company brand can't go. And so again, back to internal marketing, engaging and empowering your people to be advocates of the brand. They're going to advocate for your brand in those channels in a way that your official company brand could not. Are there any particular tips of how to get employees to engage more with those channels that you're talking about? You know, I I guess even things like closed Facebook groups will be included in that. Yes, Um, indeed. all, All sorts of different things. Any tips on how how you get employees more motivated to to get involved. So perhaps depending on where the employee is located in the organization in terms of the role they play, that would probably impact. Uh, Of course, I'm sure anybody in the sales or business development functions would be happy to be in those channels because that's (laughs) where the leads are made. That's where the relationships start. Uh, You know, I'm going to go back to the point about personal branding, right, Johnny? Because again, if you have employees who are building their personal brands on social in a way where they're generating content that's valuable and helpful what they're doing is they're building relationships they're building connections they're building trust and as putting themselves out there building trust those people who see them which are mostly lurkers on LinkedIn, they see them, they'll start DMing them or they'll want them to come and be a part of certain conversations. When you think that I have a personal podcast about internal marketing and employee advocacy, that's what I talk about a lot on LinkedIn, but I'm here talking with you and JMMB gets to go along for the ride or I get DMs from folks asking about employment opportunities with JMMB or how do I invest with JMMB because we're in financial services simply because I've put myself out there in a way that has built trust because I've proven myself to be helpful to a community of people. So it goes back to that point. Have your people engaged and empowered to build their brands online in a way where they're building community, they're sharing valuable content, which builds trust and having built trust, then they will be included in those dark channel conversations and be able to advocate for your company brand in a way that the brand could not on its own. This is a a win-win situation, really. This is is about this is about how to attract and retain uh, employees, how to keep them engaged, but also how to power, how to get them to power the marketing, but in in the right way, and not as you say, not just seeing them as billboards, but but seeing you know uh, caring about them, making them reach what they want, and at the same time. Yeah, so it it makes sense. At a fraction of the cost. At a fraction of the cost. (laughs) And such an untapped uh, market, I guess, in so many organisations. Yes, indeed. You know, it's it's um, 
Yes, it's indeed. That, it's that whole thing of looking outside and not thinking uh, within. So you're constantly trying to fill the funnel, but you forget about all the people you've got in the funnel. And, you know, it's, uh, yes, yeah. Indeed. Yes, indeed. <laughs> and, you know, I'm glad I raised the fact that it's at a fraction of the cost, Johnny, because when you think about the money that you would have to spend to get the kind of reach and engagement and impressions and earned media uh, that you would have gotten just by your employee sharing content, which gets greater engagement than when you as your company brand have to pay to put the content and get that same reach. It's far more efficient, far more effective. And as you say, an untapped opportunity that more brands need to get in on. Yeah, this has been brilliant. Um, You hang out a lot on LinkedIn. Yes, so I, I do. I'm yes, assuming I people do. just need to go onto LinkedIn, search for Kerry Ann Timpson, and yes. you'll find uh, Kerry Ann there. The podcast. Um, is it on all our favorite podcast platforms? All our favorite pods. So if you Google the internal marketing podcast, whoops, it's going to come up right at the top. Uh, it has a website, yes, but it's available on any major podcasting platform. So I'm there and I'm happy and excited to welcome new folks to the internal marketing tribe. And feel free, yes, to follow me and connect on LinkedIn and continue the conversation there. What I love about this is that Typically on the Johnny Ross Fractional CMO, we are very much talking about external marketing a lot of the time. Yes, indeed. And I think this is so important that it's been brought into the conversation. And I really thank you for that. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for having (laughs) me, Johnny. (laughs) Listen, uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. So glad that you've joined us. Please reach out to Kerry Ann with pleasure. Uh, we'd like to know, are you doing internal marketing? What's What are you finding? How's it going for you? What challenges have you got? Uh, and we'd love to answer questions afterwards. I'm sure either of us would happily have any conversation. Kerry Ann, thank you so much for being here. Really appreciate it. And, uh, and I'll be checking out your, well, I've already checked out your podcast. I'll be listening more to your podcast. You're working on series four at the moment, aren't you? Yes, I am. Very excited. So it should be released later on this summer. Looking forward to when that drops. See you all soon and take care and look after yourselves. 